Okay, welcome to Tunnel Talk, a no facts, all feelings wrestling podcast. I'm Allie. I'm Ann. And I'm Leah. And it is our 100th episode. Yeah, in our one year anniversary. Two, two, two year, year anniversary. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know it's easy to I know it's easy to like squish the pandemic together, but it has been two years. It's been two full years of the of the scintillating opinions that you get on this podcast. So we are doing a very special episode. Uh, we have some special segments planned. We are going to briefly discuss the actual wrestling of the week somewhere in the middle there, sandwiched between uh, you know special again I say special segments there will be special <laughs> segments do, do you think I captured it do you think that kind of that's the kind of great hosting that you expect after two years of podcasting yeah I think people people listen to that and they say wow she is seasoned yeah they say they've gotten so much smoother everything they do is so on point now it's an it's a, it's the affectation of uh, amateurishness but actually that's right. we're seasoned professionals this is all a work really is all the work. So true. Uh, okay. We are going to start out by explaining last year for our one year anniversary, we purchased and consumed each one full bottle of Chris Jericho's A, A Taste of the Bubbly. We did. One of the best champagnes <laughs> I've ever had. Not a, a little bit. A little bit of the bubbly? Is it a, a taste li- of the bubbly? Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. You're right. A little right. bit of the bubbly. I was always jealous. I was always jealous that I never got to have any of it. Well, especially because afterwards we waxed so poetic about the experience of drinking it. (laughs) We did. Well, it had such a weird aftertaste. And then we all downed the whole bottle, which I had not been planning on at the beginning of the evening. And then not one of us was even a little bit hungover the next day. Yeah. And we we had planned on doing that again this year. But did you guys... did the listeners, did you guys know that the, a little bit of the bubbly sold out? Sold, sold out. out for real. How is that possible? Maybe I our thought- listeners, our listeners bought it up after they <laughs> heard such a good time. Actually, if I recall correctly, we did say last year that because we didn't get carded when they delivered it, <laughs> we, did, we were like, true. any any underage drinkers <laughs> out there who are looking for... <laughs> Looking it's for an a easy way, way to... to get liquor, you can just buy wrestlers' vanity wine. So maybe that, maybe someone, maybe that's what happened. So we are. You know what's criminals. crazy? I just went to open it up because I was like, "Is it still sold out?" No, it is actually. I thought oh, it wasn't. <laughs> I was about to be mad. I'm doing I know. Great at I, was gonna, I know. You were like, I was it's back be in stock. I would have been like, "We no, have to lie to the listeners and make it next week." <laughs> uh, but. We do have a little replacement drinky that we made. And you wanna you found this one. You wanna explain what we're drinking? Yeah, well, in a panic, when I saw that it was sold out a month or two ago, I was like, what are we gonna do? And then I started Googling like wrestling cocktails and stuff, which leads you to a lot of like Reddit posts from six or seven years ago, and you're like, this isn't helpful. I watch AEW. But someone had created an Orange Cassidy cocktail, um, which we have made. It's a Moscow Mule situation uh, adaptation. We'll tweet I'd the link Sunday. It's quite good. Yeah, it's, it it's good. It's really good. I wasn't expecting, I am not a sweet person, so when I saw how much juice, like citrus juice was in it, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like it, but the ginger beer really makes a difference. Yeah, it's super good. Orange juice, lemon juice, lime juice. Loving it. So we're so we're down in that, and our first special segment, so we'll be getting, so we'll be getting pretty tipsy on that. Our first special segment, which we're joined for by producer Marjorie. You know her. You love her. She'll be here throughout the night. 
Uh, we listened to a selection of our early episodes from two years ago. And how long had we been watching wrestling for? It was like eight, six <laughs> like to eight six, months? Six months-ish. Because I think we started watching in like August, September. And then we started the podcast in March. <laughs> yeah. I, so confidently, confidently started the podcast six to eight months after we started Marjorie, watching. Actually, because yeah. we like we made it as a joke, and then producer Marjorie messaged us and was like, "You you know you could do that." And we were like, "No, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Like, can we?" And she was like, "Yeah." She, she was said, like, "So when are we recording?" Dream. Yeah, she was like, "There's really no gatekeeping." When are we recording a pilot episode? And we were like, "I, I guess, I guess this week we could." And I knew we did. You ladies, you ladies love to chat. <laughs> and, and I said, I know, I know they can do this. Marjorie kind of said, they need an outlet. They have so many thoughts. <laughs> Their heads are full of thoughts. <laughs> They've got to come out. <laughs> got to be siphoned out of this group chat. There needs to be a safe outlet. So we were just going to share some of our impressions of, uh, of our, our early podcasting, our old opinions about wrestling. Uh, what do you guys got for me? I am shocked. There's been multiple listeners who have contacted us and said, I'm working our way through, I'm working my way through your archive. How they did that is out of control. I like the thing that like struck me when we, when I first started listening, I was like, God, our mics were so bad. So bad. It's really startling right off the bat before we like invested money in good mics, which we did early and I felt stupid about it at the time, but it was fully worth it. You were right to do it. Mm-hmm. So right. It's startling how much of a difference it made. Yeah, and our super long intro was very funny. Very funny, mm-hmm. big we dork used to, intro. We, well, you know, because we'd only been watching for six to eight months, we really felt like we had to front load. Like, <laughs> don't come at us about how we don't know anything. We know we don't know anything. We're we're muddling our way through. Yeah, honestly, we were smart to do that because, like, listening to it, like, there were definitely things where I was like, well, like, I clearly don't know anything. But because we were so upfront about how we don't know anything and we usually didn't get out over our skis too often, like, so I didn't come across as dumb as I was afraid I had because <laughs> mostly we're talking about things that we have, um, you know, like, have the the capability to talk about, like, Miro's sexual menace, you know, which we're fully qualified to discuss without oh, yeah. much wrestling knowledge at all. You know, it was interesting, like, it's not that I felt like we said a lot of stuff that was really incredibly wrong, although I'm sure we did. But it was more that it was like listening to a, to a toddler say things that are right. And like, a, like they're being like, okay, bear with me. But what I think is that one plus one here might equal two. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's not wrong, That's but true. it's not high level analysis either. <laughs> Not like what we do now. <laughs> well, we've gotten we've gotten a lot better. We understand a lot. I mean, it's like things like we were just like figuring out. Like, I think this could be a trope in wrestling. Like, has anyone yeah. thought of this? This might be something that's like really common in wrestling, or like just like laboriously being like. So, I think that when Kenny does a squash, that might communicate to people that he's <laughs> on bad behavior and he's being a heel. Something I said. Where it's like now I listen to it and I'm like, yeah. So, now, so you figured out what a squash match is for amazing work. <laughs> that was definitely something I noticed too, and to the point where I was just sort of like, there's no self-consciousness either. Like the one I listened to was right after the Bucks turned heel. And I was like, yeah, 
And I just thought it was really inventive that they got like new heel outfits. <laughs> it's like now it's like, yeah, every everybody who has heel gets a new outfit. But there's no self-consciousness about like, maybe there's a history of this. <laughs> when I see it's new. When I see it, I'm the first, I'm the first one who's ever seen it. <laughs> it's quite sweet. It is how a child learns, I believe. <laughs> just looking at the world around you, putting things together. I Maybe. know, and we in the one I was listening to, it had just been like the Brit Thunder Rosa lights out match, and we're like, "Wow, I'm really excited for them to like." Maybe the women are going to get some good stories now, which I thought was very cute and sad. You know better now. <laughs> I do know better now. Although now I do we, keep hoping that and saying it out loud. Well, they do have a they have a story now. It's just that it involves too much spray paint. But uh, <laughs> were you guys did you did we have any opinions about wrestlers? that perturbed or excited you from a from from today's vantage point. Do you guys remember when we we called in Helicro Mr. Italy? Yes. <laughs> I, I do, loved that. Actually. <laughs> RIP. And it was just the amount of talking about Mr. Italy that we did in, in the podcast I was listening to. I was like, I can't believe we ever had this many opinions on Anne Helico. <laughs> but he hasn't technically left, has he? Or has he? He, no, no, I think he's, he's still, still kind there. of around. Yeah. It's just Jack, Jack Evans. Jack yeah. Evans. Jack's gone, yeah. yeah. There are a lot yeah. of people being mentioned that, that are not, they may be around, but I don't interact with them anymore. <laughs> well, so. we were spending quite a bit of time on like the YouTube shows, which is also very cute in those early episodes. I know, and we exclusively called it Dark Elevator. Yeah. yeah. Because Our of a joke jokes. that someone made. Hangman, I think. Hangman or, did. Hangman yeah. did a little tweet about it. Oh, I had something I was going to say, and I've completely forgotten it, which is great radio. <laughs> Marjorie, do no. you think we've gotten any better having listened to us for two years? <laughs> um, you definitely have gotten better, but I, my opinion has always been that you took to podcasting very quickly <laughs> because we, we've all listened to plenty of podcasts in the past. So true. And I think it, that it really was a natural fit for you guys. So, yes, you know, you know lots more stuff now. Um, and you have simply watched the product for a lot longer. So <laughs> you kind of know a few more, few more things. Love that. But I, that thought, I thought you gals were always talented. Thank Aww. you. I'm, I'm glad we made you stay on so people can hear how you're our biggest hype woman. <laughs> yeah, this is how the podcast got started. What I was what I was gonna say that I forgot is that in the episode I listened to, Leah and I were doing a bit where we kept saying that Chris Jericho was so sexy and we were huge Chris Jericho fans. And it, oh, no. you know, for that was funny because I thought, wow, we were the whole time we were just moving towards the day that that joke was not a joke anymore, which is the only thing that we ever do. That's our whole trajectory. Not uh-huh. that I find him that sexy, but as a performer. Yes, <laughs> sexually, yeah, yes. <laughs> you guys have anything else to share? Oh, in the very first episode, Leah says something was horny, and we all giggle nervously, like we weren't sure we were going to talk like that in this podcast. <laughs> Look at us now, baby. Oh yeah, it's, it's quite. It's been quite a slide. Now we can say, now we'll say anything. <laughs> Leah said, we tried to keep it in check, but <laughs> it can only do so much. She tries every day. <laughs> it's not our fault that the product itself is horny. I think it might be almost exactly a year from when I actually edited Allie out from saying show hole. Oh my God, and now we get to say it? Can I say it? Yeah. Wow, show we're hole. really off the leash. Show hole. One time, one time on the product, 
Orange Cassidy showed hole. <laughs> and I wasn't allowed to say it at the time. I, I that. almost brought that up as well. It's not like you say anything on the show now, but I guess we now have you do. One band phrase, but no longer. No more. <laughs> I wish I wish that the I wish the the listeners could see my excitement. <laughs> I only oh. know that because the night that you said it, I was babysitting for my friend whose baby, uh, who's they were in labor with their child, and now that, like now that child just turned one, and I was like, oh, it's the one year anniversary, and we're having a serious <laughs> conversation. I was like, can we not say show hole? <laughs> I don't I actually don't remember you having that conversation. I just remember you editing it out. <laughs> like I listened back to it and was like, wow, I guess I kind of felt like I said something in there that's no longer in the show. <laughs> Makes you think. Okay. Do we want to talk about intelligently at a high level, as we know how to do, about some stuff that happened on the show this week? Yeah. Absolutely. Love to. Okay. We are going to start by it's our it's our special day, so we're going to talk about our <laughs> special boys. Okay, only special boys tonight. We're talking about the elite. Uh, Dynamite this week opened with a sketch in which we learned that the Bucks had been attacked and were being rushed to the hospital in separate ambulances because Matt Jackson was on vacation. But I thought to myself, that strains credulity. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. When I realized what was happening, I did laugh really hard. You know, like when they were like, oh, Matt's ambulance is already gone. I was like, ha, on VT, he said he was going to be there. (laughs) Tricksters. They got him. Uh, So Hangman was present uh, at Nick's ambulance, and after a a moment of tortured indecision, he stopped the ambulance door from closing, hopped in there with Nick. Kenny was nearby looking fraught, but he was held back by Don Callis, who said that Kenny needed to focus on his main event match versus uh, Vikingo. So we had segments throughout the show that were checking in on Kenny and Don on uh, Blackpool Combat Club doing some senseless backstage violence. Then we had the Kenny Vikingo main event. Uh, They did things with their bodies that defied the laws of God and man. (laughs) Afterwards, Kenny did win. uh, And we'll we'll discuss all this. Afterwards, uh, Blackpool Combat Club came out, attacked him, Hangman stole an ambulance to come save him, uh, but Don Callis pretended that Hangman knocked him out with a bat, and so Kenny was was taken away, looking like was just saying like, "Why did you do that? Why would you do that?" <laughs> Take it, it away, was- ladies. <laughs> I saw a lot of people on the internet being genuinely mad at Don Callis in a way that was cracking me up. <laughs> Don Callis needs to die. <laughs> it is so funny. It's like everyone yelling at like the villain from Frozen or something. It's yeah. like we are all adults, right? <laughs> but it's nice not to be for a moment. It's so it's it such is, a, yeah. a pure, simple pleasure to just be like, <laughs> he's so bad. Kenny, why won't you turn around and see how bad he's being? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was our friend Mary who was like, I like when wrestling makes you feel like you're on Dora the Explorer and you're like, yes. Swiper! <laughs> it's Swiper, turn around! Uh, what did you guys think about the, uh, the the pacing of the episode, all the backstage segments and stuff? It I was so nicely paced. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the way you said that. <laughs> You did sound like you really said it like, like it, like you were mad. You were like, I can't believe she asked that question. <laughs> yeah. I sort will of be like, talking I'm, about it. I'll be invoking my Fifth Amendment rights. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> and what did you think about the pacing of the episode? I thought the pacing was great. I had big complaints about the pacing last week, and it was like this week they really, I think, like saw the light, and because they were really interspersing things throughout the episode really yes. nicely, where you were like, "Oh, Hangman went to the hospital." It's a whole like commentary kept checking in on it, and then you're like. At Kenny's match, like what's gonna happen? And then when Kenny got the pin, like three minutes before the hour, it was like, Ooh. so I loved yeah. it. I thought it was great. Like it just was. It felt so fun to have this clear like through line and to feel like things were feeding into each other. Like I just kept having the stupid toddler thought. If I'm just like, wow, it's easier to watch a lot of matches in a row and they take you from one to the other in a way that makes sense. <laughs> so fun. Because uh, somebody pointed out on Twitter that they did the thing too where it's like Renee was um, interviewing Jade and then Stokely Hathaway interrupted at the end to like transition into some stuff with Stokely. Like and I, yeah, it's like, it was just, it felt very interconnected in a very fun way. Uh, mm-hmm. I had a great time. Um, what do you guys think about Evil Snake Man Don Callis? <laughs> <laughs> Three different chats I was in were like, I think Don Callis might have been working with BCC to attack the young buck because Jeff said that to me first. He was like, this might be weird, but, and then like, yeah, Leah's friend Sarah said it. And then our group chat also said it. I was like, I think. Think maybe people are onto something here. So true. <laughs> Do you think the issue is that Don Callis is homophobic, which is something that I saw being thrown around? Wow. <laughs> like Between like Kenny and Hangman, or was who's he being homophobic at? Yeah, it could be all anyone. Them, I think. All yeah. four of them. Yeah, probably. Probably he's homophobic. I'm joking yeah. for, for legal reasons. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I think that's got to be it, though. Probably, <laughs> he's like probably he's trying to take Kenny to to gay conversion therapy. <laughs> you think? <laughs> wow, I think, I think that's probably going to be what's going to happen this spring. Huge, if true. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think of the of the main event match? Oh my god, that was wild! I was expecting Insane. it to be because I saw how many people yeah. being like, "You need to brace for how good he Vikingo mm-hmm. is," and I still I was not braced enough. Like there yeah, were so many same. things that I was like. He did like a, a a 450 splash off the middle rope or something. He did something crazy off the middle rope. It was a 650 and it was off the middle rope. And then on to a table. Look at these women. Yeah. I just saw someone on Twitter being like, a 650 is really hard anyway. But the thing about Vikingo is that he like does three things that make it harder where it's like off the middle rope, like onto a table so you have less time to turn and like at a full run, which crazy. Sounds very plausible and believe it. It looked insane. It looked insane. It was a, it was a, there was a lot of adrenaline going in that whole back half hour uh, with the match itself. And then just the sight of Hangman brandishing his big bat and protecting poor defenseless Kenny. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really yeah. just really good stuff. Mm-hmm. I know. I thought for a minute, like when Hangman, before he got in the ambulance, I kind of thought like, oh, the Young Bucks are being taken away and like Kenny and Hangman are going to be left like alone, the two of them. But then... No, Hangman went off in the ambulance, but it was, I mean, it was a great ending for Kenny and Hangman. Great complications. I said this to you at the time, but I still think it'll be very funny if we get a BT sketch where Kenny and Hangman are sitting in the ER yeah. waiting room waiting for the bus. <laughs> Being <laughs> like not next to each other, like sitting across the room, but yeah. <laughs> that would be very funny. Uh, one other thing from Dynamite, Stokely Hathaway had his big match versus Hook, and it was just funny. That's the only reason we wanted to talk about it. It was so fun and funny. 
it's just like the podcast where we only talk about things we care about and we don't have to justify it. Yeah, I fucking loved it. It was a trip. <laughs> Stokely Hathaway is like a comedy genius, like having a sick note on the receipt. Like that stuff was phenomenal. Like just running away at the start, like and every I, little bit of it. I find it really interesting because like when he first started, like they, it seemed like Tony was like trying to put him in de- several places to see like where he would fit. And he wasn't quite working, even though we all like, we did know he was funny, but it wasn't like he wasn't really doing what he needed to be doing with Jade. And so I just feel very pleased that he and Ethan have found what they need to yes. be doing. Cause like the whole mm-hmm. firm is just, it's working so well. Yeah. It's, Ethan was so funny when he was like, we didn't practice any of the deathmatch stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they have such a shocking, like the whole firm has such a shocking, like, cohesive sitcom cast energy where you're like, this shouldn't work, but it does. I love Matt Hardy more than I ever have now that he's in the firm. I love Isaiah Cassidy. I love Ethan Page. When they all came down the ramp behind Stokely, like kind of cheering and being real enthusiastic, it was very sitcom energy. That's great. They're doing a great job. Made us happy. Okay. Uh, Anything else to say about that? No. Okay. Final topic. No relevant matches from this week. No upcoming matches. (laughs) But it's our time to talk about Mommy's Little Dustin, Chuck Taylor. And we never get to. No, we'll never see him again. Because he because he just doesn't do anything that would be relevant. So we're going we're going rogue. We can just rogue. He got a haircut. And it's so cute. Big haircut. Big haircut for a big boy. Yeah. <laughs> just grinning like a little toddler in the barber chair. I really uh, thought he was like full on growing it out too because it was getting really long and then it was like, oh, I guess not. Yeah, well, it was I like definitely he... going too long to be accidental. It's not like he was just yeah, like, oh, I put right. off a couple haircuts. Like it had, it was intentional. Yeah, but he wouldn't commit to, he kept wearing those, the headbands on top of that look in a way so that the hair flopped down over the headband. It did look insane. And I was like, I just think maybe you like, you don't know how to live without your headbands anymore for some reason. (laughs) I'm not sure why. Uh, But also, I don't know. Like, I don't think he had gotten good layers cut. Like... Well, it didn't look like he was getting anything cut. It was well, just like a straight grow out. Yeah. And I have to say, you know, the texture of your hair changes as you get older. And I've experienced this myself. Like sometimes you think like, wow, this would have looked great when I was young. But then it looks different when you're old. And he's old. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love you, Dustin. <laughs> we're all old here. We're all old. Um, but I just think that like he, he must have decided like I can't deal with the uncertainty of having hair of a length where like you have good hair days and bad hair days when you're just gelling it back. It's harder to have a bad hair day. Yeah. It's true. He probably wasn't ready for the commitment. Wasn't ready. (laughs) (laughs) He's attached to those headbands. I mean, (laughs) those are his little Linus blankies, you know? Yeah. (laughs) You might be onto something there. There is emotional (laughs) support headbands. That sounds right. Dustin also posted a picture of his bloody mouth uh, and said that he got, he had to get emergency dental surgery so he couldn't show up to Dynamite. Um, He has been saying for two years, probably for the full duration of this podcast, no, but for at least a year, year and a half, that he had to get his wisdom teeth out. Do you think Mm -hmm. that he has had a a (laughs) toothache for two years? Doesn't that seem incredibly (laughs) possible? Like, that is him. It worries me a lot, though. (laughs) <laughs> it's a long time to have a toothache yeah 
And if it had like got to the point where it was an emergency, that's like bad if you've been living with tooth pain for a while, but then it reaches a level where you have to miss work. I don't like that. That no, troubles it's, me. It's troubling. Do you think he switched dental insurance or it just got to a situation where he had to pay out of pocket? I this don't is know. This is the dust and speculation hour. I know. <laughs> this is information we would have if he still twitched. I know. I know. Well, if he, he ever did again. anything, if he ever showed him. Well, if he had a toothache for two years, I guess I, I, I'll be easier on him about the things he has or hasn't done. I won't. Yeah, maybe he was just, he's not twitching because he was just in His agony, mouth in tooth agony. He can talk to me about that. <laughs> he can't talk. It makes him hurt. It makes his mouth hurt. God. He can't. He was in pain. My beautiful he to, boy. He had to give his equipment to Orange Cassidy. <laughs> it killed friend, him to do that. Our friend Sarah pointed out, and I think she's right, that... Uh, the only reason we know about the emergency dental surgery is because he had a cool picture to share. If he yeah. didn't have that picture, we'd never know. Yeah. Well, and Trent also ran out without him, and people might have gotten annoying he about it. He wouldn't have but... given a shit. He never held it. He never, like, <laughs> we're like, where was Dustin? And he'll never sell. Remember it's that like six if, months if, everybody was asking Sean Rassab every five minutes where Chuck Taylor was? I think well, about it all the time. <sighs> Sarah said that, like, his tooth, his, um, his the picture of him with with the bloody mouth was on the front page of Fightful, and like they didn't <laughs> like make it a, p- a section of like one of their like digests or whatever. And I like, thought it was I thought it was on the Wrestling Observer for some reason, or it was like on maybe maybe it was Fightful. Um, I think about it all the time because I do every time, like I, like Sean Rossap's energy that time everyone was asking, it was in one of his like open Q and As. He what it was just like. Okay, I'll look into that. It's not really what I expected you guys to be fixated on. Like, <laughs> not I'll the biggest around. name in the industry, but like, okay, I'll put some feelers out. I know. That made TK, me feel take so good. notice. I know. Well, Dustin, take notice. Mm. Dustin says I do notice, and I wish that you weren't fans of me, to be honest. <laughs> and I don't know why I got a full segment on your uh, anniversary podcast when I'd rather not be discussed at all. It's a special You'll be hearing treat from for my us. lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> little legal letter. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And then, then he sends you a little legal letter afterwards saying, no, no, no. Yeah, they can talk about me on, on, on their podcast. Uh, actually, actually, they weren't cleared to talk about me on their podcast. <laughs> now, we're, now we're industry. Inside industry. gossip, yeah. yeah we, we've got that inside baseball. Don't worry. We're, we, remain, we remain our own individual people. With our own crazy opinions that nobody else agrees with. <laughs> that, we've, that we've gotten to from first principles with no background knowledge. <laughs> yes. Uh, is there anything else that you guys want to talk about from uh, the world of wrestling this week? Well, on the topic that- of Dustin, are they ever going to, like, like OC wrestled with Sting and Darby this week. Are we ever going to say, like, is he friends with best friends still? <laughs> What's happening? Hard to say. Hard to say. <laughs> Hey, Am, that's a great question, but I'll say to you, it's hard to say. I'll put some feelers out. Yeah, put some feelers out. I'd love that. I don't know why you want to know, but I'll ask around. In in our first episode, we were talking about the Miro best friend storyline, and I was like, oh, two years ago, the last time they had a coherent storyline. Love it. They did something else between then and now, surely. (laughs) Name it. I'd love to hear what it is. I've, they've been fighting Jay Lethal, and you think that's nothing? Oh, yeah, nothing? that's a deep storyline. <laughs> you think that's a lot of nothing emotion that they to had it. to fight Jay Lethal? They fought the Young Bucks at one point. That was a very fun little feud. Oh, Remember that's that? right. Adam Cole. That was a whole thing. That was fun. Yeah. They did that at the Adam Cole. And that. they did, 
Yes, you do, because it was when Adam Cole hugged OC way up high, and then OC shimmy shimmied, and then they both fell so oh, far I down. Do remember that. Big fall. OC was Adam Cole's first loss. That's right. I really thought you were going to say first loss. <laughs> <laughs> How could you have forgotten one of wrestling's greatest romance? And remember, uh, OC wasn't allowed to punch Matt Jackson in the face because... That's he's right. girl coded. No, no, yeah, because no intergender. <laughs> no intergender wrestling. <laughs> you know that is one of the things that I look back on. I, I do think about it often, and I ask myself, "What was I supposed to infer?" <laughs> like I it's like we're. It's a great I question. Do not know, and I don't. Fe- I feel like we've never seen anybody else do that to Matt Jackson either. No, so no. Like, so it is like is. Hmm. Yeah. What's going <laughs> on here? What is going on there? Sometimes wrestling does just do things where you're like, well, I know what I saw. I don't know what everyone else was supposed to see. The vibe was like, you can't do that because you'll be disqualified. But they were both they were both on the sidelines. And yet you, so, people on the sidelines aren't allowed to part, like interfere with the match. But Neither of them were they fighting. They can f- fight each other, they yeah. in the match. Yeah. Yeah. Two Plus, men on the sidelines generally are allowed to punch each other without much happening. Yeah, and it, but, I mean, sometimes the refs do interfere, but I don't think I've ever seen something quite like that, where one man was clearly being like, fight me, I dare you, and the other one was like, oh, I, I wish I could. <laughs> but unfortunately, <laughs> morally. <laughs> but my dad no taught go. me never to hit a girl. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be so clear. I have a very fond memory of when he did it to Brit and when he did it to Matt Jackson. I think about mm-hmm. it all the time. It's on our TikTok that we abandoned. Yeah. That's oh, right. yeah. Um, well, it's hard to make You're making TikToks. great great TikToks back then. Yeah. Well, maybe someday we'll see some of some of my other some of my other vidding endeavors. Smash Ooh. that like and subscribe button if you want to <laughs> see some more of my vidding endeavors. Maybe I'll finish them. <laughs> okay. You guys want to play a freaking game? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Leah, do you want to introduce this one? Yeah. Uh, So (laughs) two weeks ago, I had the thought where I was like, oh, it would be so cool if we asked our listeners to send us uh, wrestlers to put on a date instead of just drawing it randomly. And I meant to bring this up to my (laughs) co-host and then have my co-host mention it on air last week. And I completely forgot. And I remember Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. One Monday night, something like that. <laughs> Anyways, if you follow us on socials, you may have seen uh, us post ask for input. We did get some. If you didn't see it, sorry, but we had <laughs> it's Leah's fault. It is my yeah. fault. I didn't think about it. I'm my brain is real bad. <laughs> so say we all. Oh yeah. But if, if this goes well, smart. maybe we'll do it again. Yeah. It's a great yeah. idea. And we got a lot of responses for two days, I thought. So it was great. So true. So thank you so much to our beloved listeners. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you so much. So uh, producer Marjorie is going to unmute again and give us some of the things that you guys suggested. So the first one is your special show. So it's a special treat. <laughs> this is from listener Nico. And this is Chuck Taylor and Eddie Kingston. <laughs> I think Eddie Kingston canonically finds him incredibly annoying. Hates him. Absolutely hates him. <laughs> but they would have dating. A, but they would have to go to a sporting event, right? Like, yeah. I think that's the only thing that two of them could do without killing each other. And even then, I feel like 
we are in dangerous. Ter- I do not feel like those men are going to enjoy the sporting event in the same <laughs> exact way. But I do love the mental image of Chuck Taylor mm-hmm. repeatedly turning and being like, he's kissable about the basketball <laughs> players. While Eddie Kingston is like, like, it's like, he's not, ma- he's like, you're very secure in your masculinity and that's great, but I'm actually trying to watch a sport. I'm a, yeah, I'm actually watching a sport right now. It's not about it being boys. It's that Eddie doesn't really think anybody's kissable. Like he doesn't no. think other people should, you know, be in his way. I can't think of anything else that you could have those men do together. I mean, it's like I actually just think that they're going to end up. Well, no, they're not going to fight each other. But like Eddie's going to try and goad Chuck Taylor into a fight, and Chuck Taylor is going to be like, "I don't. I'm too lazy to fight." They honestly like might go to a bar, get really wasted, and then get in kind of a weird fist fight outside the bar. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say like have an emotional breakthrough together and I like mean, really also, share possibly. some stuff. Could be both. Yeah, Could be both. they might have a fist fight and then while they're sitting on the curb, like getting their bloody noses to stop, like then have kind of an emotional conversation. I'm really just trying to figure out how they ended up on this date, to be honest. <laughs> like who asked who out on this date? <laughs> I feel like it, it's the kind of thing where it would be like um, there's like an AEW like fan event and for a donation you can like draft two wrestlers into a date and then this is, we Tony. Become, we become the new charity people at AEW. We design yeah. it. It's to support like a random high school basketball team. Yes. It's fine. <laughs> Do we know why that event happened? No, I don't. I, I love it. So fun. <laughs> Good Kenny for and Nick looked nice. so cute. How do you think that Eddie would do at a escape room? Mad. <laughs> Mad. He's like, if I want to leave a room, I should get to leave the room. Because they lock you in there. You have to yeah. escape yeah. from them. I don't think he would like that at all. I feel like he'd be really discomfited. <laughs> I feel like he'd either be really mad or surprisingly get like really into it in a way that's like unpleasant for other people. But probably mad, yeah. I think he could be good at it, but he wouldn't stop being mad. Like, I think he could be like, <laughs> obviously that's the answer to the clue, but still just be like, I want to leave this fucking room. <laughs> that's Dustin took him on that date and he knew he wouldn't like it. It was a taunt. <laughs> Did they have something in Chicago where they had to like carpool together for like a long drive? And that's like the genesis of why yes. Eddie thinks he's super annoying. I believe I that like. came up on an episode of BTE at one point. Yes. <laughs> And that makes sense to me because especially if you were in that car with, it was like, if it was like Chuck Taylor, Orange Cassidy and, you know, some of the other Chicago, like 2.0 or something. Right, yeah. It's like like if I were Eddie, I would probably be like, I'm going to KMS. I'm going to fully KMS (laughs) about what happened here. I know. I've I've been on long car rides with coworkers and, you know, it's an experience. (laughs) Sometimes beautiful, sometimes not. Well, do we think that we answered this? Did we answer this question? We don't think, think they so. should date. We, we don't think the they're compatible. Time being like, I think they'd kill Here's them. how they would kill them. Kill each other and themselves. <laughs> and then themselves the yeah. murder-suicide this would lead to. Wow, beautiful. Love it. Okay. Um, next up is from our dear, dear friend, Jenna. Um, <laughs> this is Brandon Cutler and Jade Cargill. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I feel like... I don't think Jenna. we've done that one before, but I feel like we have done Brandon with someone. It's we have done Brandon with and someone. Yeah. It was Brandon. Yes. Yes. That did a beautiful, beautiful story. story. Yeah, before Sunrise story. Listen, we really, I think this date would be fine because Brandon's made to be a stooge. Jade is made to have stooges. <laughs> I think that they would get along great. She would tell him exactly what she needed from him. He would do it without complaint. Yeah, Perfect. that's Perfect. true. 
the people who would be not have not be having fun about this date would be the Bucks. Yeah, be like <laughs> he's our stooge. We're, we're supposed to be attended to right now. You know, in the old episode that I was, our old episode that I was listening to, it was after the Bucks heel turn, and we were talking about how part of their heel turn was that Brandon had had been like. Yeah, you guys like don't have it the way that you used to. Like you're not mean, you're not even mean to me anymore. So then they heel oh, turn yeah. and they start being mean to him and Brandon is that little like shocked meme of just like oh, the it's shocked Pikachu. <laughs> like why are they being mean to me? <laughs> and then we agreed that it kind of makes sense for Brandon's characterization that he would be like you guys aren't even being mean to me and then be like why are they now being mean to me? <laughs> Unrelated, but mm. he's got a, he's got a job for life with the Bucks. I don't think the Bucks would like him being Jade's stooge boyfriend. And yet, it would almost be worth it to see um, Brandon as a baddie. Oh my gosh! In a little like maybe oh back in his Lita outfit, or Lita outfit. if he had a little cropped version of his sweatsuit, so it's like <laughs> hot shorts <laughs> and like right up to under the nips with the with the jacket. <laughs> That's the Bucks look. look. It could be if a look. The Bucks go babyface again. Is Brandon going to have to change his whole outfit? I don't know if I can see him in things other than his sweatsuit and orbital shoes. Do you think his orbital would heal finally? <laughs> I don't Is know. it only That's not healing because he's bad? Yeah, like the curse. Do you remember how long we watched him in that fucking dragon gimmick? It's like a D and D. Literally, guy. I have honestly I've like maybe not really. one frame of a memory of of Brandon as a dragon. But other than that, he's always had an orbital injury. I can see it so clearly. He comes out and he's got like the shoulder pads and the fucking dragon mask and a giant D and D mask uh, dice, and then he throws it dramatically and rolls it, and then he walks out. Oh, it was a whole thing. Did this there really were, happen? There were a yeah, lot of that was oh, his okay. Wow. I like how you said that. Like, is this a dream you had? Well, no, I literally halfway through was like, I don't know if she's describing something she wants to see or something that I did see, but don't remember. Yeah, Leah dreams of seeing Brandon in that outfit. Every night, every night, a dream of Brandon. Please, God. <laughs> okay, so Brandon would be great at going on a date with Jade. Yeah. He'd I fall in line. So. He'd hold her purse. He'd hold her wrap. He'd tell her whatever she wanted honestly if the bucks are in the hospital for a while he should consider just going over to yeah you. he just needs to find a new strong personality to, <laughs> he should to consider attach mutiny? himself to <laughs> well because don't you want to see the uh, like when the bucks come back and they matt has to storm over and st- get his stooge back from jade come on i'd watch the shit out of that you're right i do want to see that yeah now that we're integrating stories again like yeah aw i think that's a real that's money on the table come on tony <laughs> tony that's- big money <laughs> hey Tony, ever heard of a big money segment backstage? Segment? <laughs> Don't these wrestlers want to do the job and make money? <laughs> Everyone always saying, "Don't they want?" <laughs> Everybody's saying that Brandon and Jade would bring bring in the house, million dollar gate. <laughs> they wouldn't jeopardize it. They would get. <laughs> we have to move on. We're gonna get arrested. For what? We haven't done anything. Producer Marjorie, could we have another pairing, please? You may. Um, Next up, this is from listener Christine. Um, This is Danhausen and Taz. (laughs) Oh, my God. son-in-law? Whoa, shit. (laughs) Scandal. That would be like a soap opera version of AEW. 
Hook for his dad. Well, Hook <laughs> leaves him, so he fucks his dad. That's some, like, a yeah, clean shit. <laughs> which, um... Do you remember which, in American Beauty when she's like, please, just please don't fuck my dad? <laughs> I don't, for some I reason, don't, I think about that line all the time. Uh, I'm trying to think of... You know what? This isn't... It's not good radio. Um, Taz and Danhausen. Wh- where are they going to go? I can't imagine this is a, a sexual date. Like, I think it's got to be a get-to-know-you date. Like, Hook is like... You have to accept that this is my lover for life. <laughs> so I need you guys to I need you guys to go out and get to know each other. Like Taz takes some bowling or something. Yeah, or like to top golf. <laughs> oh, top golf, yeah. That'd be nice. Danhausen's just looking like a little freak the whole time and Taz is he like, just got his little He was buying him like merch or whatever. So he's like wearing a baseball hat. Do you think that he's buying him merch like to try and camouflage how weird he is? Like he's, he's like, like, I'm embarrassed uh, to be seen with hat. my future son-in-law. So I'm just trying to buy him normal clothes <laughs> so that the other dads here with their future son-in-laws don't look at me with repulsion with and pity. Son-in-laws. I assume that's pretty much what's going on at Top Golf. Yeah, I think that's all Top Golf is. It's just men with their future son-in-laws. <laughs> The destination. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have anything else to add to that, or do we kind of nail it? I think we straight up nailed it. Awesome. And honestly, I would watch. I would watch that. Oh, I would for watch sure. that. Of course. Yeah. I, the, the thing that almost makes me maddest about the fact that they dropped the hook Danhausen stuff is that we never get to hear Taz say those like weird things about how he guesses he's going to have to accept that Danhausen will be at Thanksgiving dinner or something. <laughs> it's honestly maddening. That. Why did they drop it? <laughs> you know why. <laughs> the <perps>. homophobia. <laughs> homophobia. Everybody enjoyed it, it a Don little Callis. too much. <laughs> Doc Callis was like, shut it down. <laughs> Everybody was having too much fun. <laughs> I do. I love thinking about Tony's little face, just being like, "This isn't what I didn't mean for this to happen." I don't like what they're saying about them online. <laughs> it's the same reason Chuck Taylor doesn't go on TV anymore. It's just like the women enjoy this too much. Sometimes it does feel like he wants to deny us pleasure. I know he's like, "This is not our core audience. We gotta take it away." My God. Okay, give us another pairing, please. Okay, next up, this is from listener DK. Um, it is Mark Henry and OC. <laughs> OC wow. just keeps saying things right before Mark Henry says them. <laughs> They're ordering and Mark Henry opens his mouth. <laughs> She's like, and Orange Cassidy's like, he'll have the steak. <laughs> oh, they're at Chris Jericho's Steakhouse in Florida. Perfect. Yeah. My favorite place. Oh, I love nice. thinking of Chris Jericho in the steakhouse. Lucy's belt's getting stolen in the parking lot. <laughs> Man, uh, Mark Henry is like dressed up because it's like a normal date. Like he's wearing like a blazer and a nice top. And he's like focused in Orange Cassidy still in his like ripped <laughs> denim. Oh, yeah. He did not change for the date. <laughs> And he's wearing his sunglasses indoors. I like that you said a nice top for Mark. <laughs> like, I assume you mean like, just a, like a nice down, blouse. Yeah. yeah just like, <laughs> like a nice Macy's like, little top. Just kind of, yeah, like a business casual nice top. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, Mark Henry like, is dressed for a professional businesswoman's dinner. <laughs> and Taylor Loft, you know? 
This cocktail definitely hit me in the last like 10 minutes, I, I would say. I don't know that Just, we're doing our best work on these dates, to be honest. Okay, but, but where do you think they where do you think they go? What is the location? What is the secondary location that they the go to? Secondary location. <laughs> Who? <laughs> I was really attached to Chris Jericho's steakhouse, and I know you meant like a steakhouse that he like frequented. But in no, my but mind, he owns it. I was it. picturing yeah. he like he owns it, and he's the major d. He like comes out. And shows <laughs> oh, it's um. <laughs> he comes out in a nice top. Okay, <laughs> like, make sure Chris a good Jericho, time. in a fit of pique after the dinner debonair, purchased the steakhouse. <laughs> Nice. He now nice. he now owns it, and he and he's active with respect to running it because he knows how mm-hmm. important it is to be there mm-hmm. building the culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and he also is kind of chaperoning this date to make sure that things don't get too sexy. Oh, too he's fast. Concerned. Too fast. He it's, wants them to go the distance. He doesn't want them to. <laughs> get, get, to been hurt before. get to know each other <laughs> that maybe the whole theme of his steakhouse is like <laughs> this modern day respectful courtship shasta Does did that not like right? that at all you don't like that no shasta did it my oh dog. shasta did oh shasta please don't be a horn dog <laughs> and he goes around and he, he makes sure that they're, they're not touching but actually Mark Henry has, he's so tall that probably his legs under the table, they are touching. Orange you think Cassidy's. they're playing a little footsie? Well, not probably. on purpose. I just think because <laughs> of the size of the, Chris Jericho's tables are too small. He I needs to make some bigger tables. PK, After- did you like this? Was this, was this you <laughs> after the after the date, they probably go for a little like walk on the boardwalk, and um, Mark Henry puts OC on his shoulders like a toddler. You know, <laughs> oh, I want to see that. I want to see that. That's fun. That's I love that. I, mean. I also want to see a boardwalk car- caricature of them. Yes, yeah, that would be good. Why have we never gone to the boardwalk at wrestling? I don't know. That's a great question. Money on I the know tables. It is. <laughs> uh, I know it is. <laughs> Should we have another pairing? Let's do it. These are good ones, by the way. Thank you, listeners. Yeah, yeah everybody's Thank you. you guys great. did a great job. We may not be doing a great job, but you did amazing. <laughs> um, this is from listener Murr, and it is Trent and Rush. Roosh. Oh, Roosh. 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 Yeah. No, you, you weren't to know. You wouldn't know that. No. Uh, I Trent actually have no idea what they would talk about. Trent is so We're weird. lifting. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Date. Oh, Jim mm. Date. Yeah. I got pretty confused for a minute, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, they go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Trent gets slapped with a fish a few times. It's normal stuff. I think Bruce would be happy to slap him with a fish. If he oh, yeah. I think they'd both be pretty thrilled. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. I just thought, like, maybe, like, Bruce will get involved in, like, Trent and um, Ryan Nemeth's like little skits. Like maybe he like he shares that sense of humor, and so he'll just be like helping Ryan Nemeth walk weirdly mm. down hills, and <laughs> they go buy like a thousand hot dog buns for a bit. I feel like this is related, but can't you also see Trent just being like, "Do you want to go catch frogs?" Like there's just like yeah. a creek nearby. He's like, "You want to go sure. catch frog?" And Rouge is like, "Yeah, yeah," and they're just <laughs> hopping around in the in the stream in the creek. Yeah. Yeah. I want that. And they catch some really good frogs. <laughs> Do you remember and when you bond. said it is my belief that Greg would have a shoebox under his bed full of dirt and worms that he believes I my, his mother don't know about? <laughs> Cuz I think about that 
like really frequently actually. <laughs> now that you've said it, I remember it, but until that moment, no, it had left my consciousness completely. I think I was right about that. <laughs> yeah, I was so right. It's never never left me for a second. <laughs> and it's the it's probably it's the same with the frogs he catches with Roosh. And I, yeah. his mother, am like, I They're have going to in the box. I actually have to be like, should I tell him frogs can't live in a box? Greggy, mm. little Greggy. <laughs> Frogs can't live in a box. The worms and the dirt is okay, but the frogs, we need to, we need to take them back to their environment, sweetie. <laughs> they can't live under the bed. Yeah, I mean, you at least have to have a terrarium. Trent and Roosh are not going to want to hear that? No. <laughs> You're not going to want that terrarium. Wow, great. Uh, what do you guys think? Should we move on to our next game, or do you want to do one more pair or something else, or a third option that I haven't thought of? Let's move on. Yeah, let's let's do our next game. Okay. Producer Marjorie, are you prepared for this game? No. <laughs> <laughs> I did just realize that we did forget <laughs> to discuss this game with you. Um What is it? You need you need a uh, you need some wrestler names? We need some what wrestler. Need? So, <laughs> I'll just I'll describe the game. Tell Anne, me. Anne came up with this one. I think it's pretty good. She says, we all know that the scientific term for three men is a podcast. What you're listening to here, this is an anomaly, okay? We're women, but usually it's men. So we would like you, Producer Marjorie, to give us three random wrestlers. They could be women too. And we will decide what their podcast is about and what the dynamics of that podcast are like. Producer Marjorie, are you ready? So ready. (laughs) Okay, your first uh, trio of wrestlers, Bryce Remsburg, Anna Jay, Anthony Bowens. This, oh, my God. Guys. That's interesting. That this is, is the, the sweetest. Kind of, yeah. 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 This is going to be a nice podcast. They're just going to be sweethearts. <laughs> Anna Jay's going to run the room, I think, though. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But, well, I don't know. I, I mean, don't know. Anthony Bowens is a little, like, fame hog. I mean, not in a bad way. Anna Jay, I feel like whenever she used to do her Dark Order segments, her vibe was a little bit, like she did have a character of being, of like, I'm pushy bossy, but it always felt like she was like, okay, I'm really working at this. Like I, I've got to be, I've got to be bossy girl now. I, I kind of feel like it would just be like, like the topic of the podcast is something like random acts of kindness or it's like they just have some <laughs> sweetie pie topic which is just where they're just like let's talk about the ways that people can be so good and nice to each other i would love this if this was specifically like about aw so they'd be like let's talk about something our coworkers did i saw <laughs> i saw matt Cadell pick up trash in the catering room someone had left their tray and without cleaning up but mike matt Cadell cleaned it up it's like the okay. opposite of Dax's podcast. <laughs> yeah, but also I just thought that wrestling Twitter would respond to it the same way where they'd be like, when Anna Jay said she saw Matt Seidel pick up trash, the trash was actually CM Punk. <laughs> we'd, read, we'd read into it. Uh, they, would be, they, would have the sweet, they would have the sweetest little dynamic. I really think they would. Yeah, and I feel like Bryce and Anthony Bones would just be talking about how like, 
nice their wife and boyfriend are. <laughs> Probably Anna J too. <laughs> like, just, I'm yeah. like, I like things at home like, hey, are Jay really nice. Talk about it that though, no, well, I like is a nightmare. <laughs> what if they she did a little nightmare. relationship advice podcast, but all their relationship is just like, so, like if they hear something like bad, they barely can give advice. They're just like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> that's so sad. <laughs> It's so sad. Oh, I don't think you, I don't think that that's a good that's a good boyfriend to have. I don't think so. <laughs> you told me this week that uh, Dante and Sky Blue broke up, and it was so yeah. devastating. I just I keep know. thinking like I if know. Anna J and Jungle Boy break up, I would be like weirdly upset about it. I know. I know, and I feel like we wouldn't find out for like a long time, probably either, because they're like pretty low key. Mm. Except for that one time they posted the picture where they came out as a couple and he was squeezing that her butt. One time. Yeah. That one time he squeezed her butt. That one time he squeezed her butt and then was nothing it, for then two nothing, years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was it uh, Sunny Kiss who went and told everybody that Jungle Boy yes. liked Anna J? <laughs> yes. She she made find it out. happen. That's she very wholesome. Just That'd be. Everybody. That'd be the kind of subject of their podcast for sure. <laughs> Just oh like God. sweet little get together stories. Sunny Kiss should have a podcast. Yeah, Absolutely. Really. Well, pass that along. But who it. will her co-host be? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we do we feel like we answered the question? Yeah. 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 I probably won't be listening to their podcast very often. <laughs> Cause I don't think that they're gonna give me the dirt that I want. <laughs> Too nice. Producer Marjorie, do you have a second trio for us? Yes, we got Ruby Soho, mm. Miro, and <laughs> Kip Sabian. <laughs> this is the opposite podcast. Yeah, this is going to be a much bitchier podcast. It's going to be a lot more fun. Does wow. Ruby wow. Soho, I, if she played like video games or stuff, that would be a natural fit. Because oh, Miro and Kip are both, well, so many people in wrestling are, but they're both like nerd <laughs> freaks. Like, I mean, not Miro's not like a nerd freak. He's like a jock nerd. He wants to watch yeah. comic book movies, which I know Kip Sabian wants to talk about. Probably. And he plays a lot of video games, Miro does. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, he does. That's okay, Big time nerd. The only thing I know about Ruby Soho's personal life is that she likes horses and that she's she lives on that farm. Life. Yeah, lives yeah. on a farm with someone problematic or something, maybe. Well, or like near, it's near like near someone, someone problematic. problematic who's her best friend. Know. Right. We don't Again. know that. We love yeah. to know things. We're really good at it. <laughs> I, honestly, the stuff we know is all like weird gossip. <laughs> like, <laughs> we don't know a single move name, but like, <laughs> yeah, Ruby Soho lives on a farm near someone problematic. We have room in our brains for the things we need to have room for, <laughs> not for anything else. I honestly, I know that I was confidently saying before, like, Miro and Kip could talk about video games or sexually bullying each other, but. <laughs> I don't know what this podcast could be about. I really don't know what these three people have gathered to discuss. <laughs> Unfortunately, like wrestlers mostly have one interest and that's like wrestling and they might have a second interest and that's video games and that's you know, about it. It seems like they could do a review podcast. This would be like a bad podcast. I mean, but some people would really like it and they make a lot <laughs> of TikToks out of it. It's just where they review like just anything. And it's like every <laughs> week there's a couple things that they review and it's like a movie and uh brand of soda and mm. like uh, you know an interstate uh, whatever <laughs> and and then they just talk about I'd it love nothing to hear reviews of an interstate nothing i have some i have some interstates i'd love to review but they, they have nothing <laughs> sensical to say 
and you don't leave feeling you like you learned anything. <laughs> Similar to listening to this podcast probably most weeks. <laughs> but but there's a lot of TikTok clips. They're in the TikTok mm. economy. Yeah. I could see a lot of um very weird talking at at straight at each other in ways that aren't quite <laughs> red. You know, it's like Kip and Ruby Soho having an exchange is just like, huh, yeah. What's Lots that gonna be zo- like? Zooming in on the on someone's face just being like, what? <laughs> and then yeah. they move on. <laughs> Perfect. I think we uh nailed it as much as we, we could. Say, I like to think in the world that like this is a podcast that like is objectively terrible, but for some reason three of us have gotten laser obsessed with it. <laughs> really I into it. <laughs> like dissecting it five seconds at a time. Damn it, Leah. Oh, did you see we the have like a, a couple that we <laughs> were like, Miro and Kip really, I think they're into each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, the energy between these co-hosts is just something that you want to talk about. <laughs> okay. Producer Marjorie, can you, can you move us along? Next up, we have Wheeler Yuta, Colton Gunn, and Big Bill. Oh, no. <laughs> we were going in one direction, but then we... Yeah. You know, we haven't worth. learned a single piece of gossip about Big Bill. We don't know anything no. about his personal life, which is shocking Nothing. for us. <laughs> I don't know where that man came from. Like, if you told me that he sprung fully formed from someone's thigh... Yeah. Three weeks and, ago, right. whenever he showed up on TV. <laughs> and also, everything I know about the gun club came from Austin Gun. So I actually have no mm. real grasp of Colton, Colton Gun. Which, which is which again? Colton is the one with the taller one with the hair, the older one. Yeah. The one you don't think is cute. But he's the one who's on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's right. That's Me unfortunate. And favorite, favorite gun. Yeah. I wish that Austin were on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, I like Colton better, but like I agree because Austin has more of a definable personality. Yeah. He's a little more vocal. So I think you is somehow the star of this podcast. That feels right. I what can't imagine think? Big Bill is saying very much on the podcast. What is the topic? I feel like I feel like Big Bill's the guy like working the soundboard, like he does like shock jock, um, <laughs> oh, no, like sound effects. They're a morning radio show. You're like Billy. it's on a podcast. <laughs> Producer Bill, oh, yeah, oh. exactly. <laughs> Making little fart noises, yeah. You know, there's a good episode of Monk where there's a shock jock. He commits a murder. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's not a, a surprise. You're very clear on it from the beginning. It's just a question of figuring out how he did it. <laughs> I like that two different listeners wanted to make sure that you knew that there was a monk movie. <laughs> Thank you. I really, I didn't know before the listeners let me know. So I appreciate our listeners. Thank you so much. And Monk is a great show. I have three, four episodes left, but I haven't watched them because I feel so sad. I don't want it to end. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Wheeler Yuta is a shock jock. <laughs> yeah. So Wheeler Yuta and um, Colton Gunn are shock jocks. On a morning drive time situation. Actually, I could kind of see that working. Like, they could They're get a weird like, dynamic going. Shock Jocks yeah. never kind of seem like they'd be friends outside the show, you know? That is true. Because they have to be kind of antagonistic to each other. Yeah. That's kind of the shtick. Right. It's like, oh, it's just like, like, y'all piece of shit. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> Colton bullying Wheeler mostly. <laughs> oh, like, oh, that's Big Bill. I want them to have like, Stupid, stupider names too. Like they're like mm. Bubba and Mudslide. <laughs> Mudslide. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. 
Okay. It's uh, one or two point five. Uh, Bubba and Mudslide with producer, with producer Big, Big Bill. Bill. <laughs> Big Bill, you don't have to change. That's there. no, it's perfect as it is. Great. That's mm-hmm. an amazing. What if? The, what if actually though? Let me hit you with this. It is a podcast that is doing a high level parody. <laughs> of shock jock culture. <laughs> kind of like how QTV is a really high level parody exactly. of TMZ. Uh, yeah. Exactly th- like that. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. I think we nailed it. <laughs> Let's move on. Let me ask you real something. Should we rename producer Marjorie, producer Big Marjorie? <laughs> Big Marge? I think she'd love it. Yeah. <laughs> I see on her face that she's saying, yes, ladies, please. <laughs> Do we want to do, can we do one more? One Let's more. do one more. It's our anniversary. No it's one our podcast. That's they can't right. stop us. And we're like three drinks in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, next up, we got Dax Harwood. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're going to get in trouble. You found us. <laughs> okay. Go, go on. Go on, Marjorie. Ethan, we're strong. Ethan Page. <laughs> okay. And Keith, Keith Lee. Huh. Huh. Dax, okay, this is the podcast. <laughs> Dax, Ethan, and Keith. I think producer Marjorie has talked to us before about a podcast where, remember that one where it's like three hosts and then you were like one of them left but the other two don't really seem like they're friends. Never mind, she's just looking at me. But I really think this could be the kind of podcast where it, it like is kind of normal at first when you start listening but very quickly, oh, you're I, like, two of these people like each other. And one of them, I don't know how he ended up on this show. They don't have a good relationship with that guy. Marge, do you remember what she's talking about? You're talking about Puck Soup. Which, yes, Puck Soup. Yeah. Um, which, is, which I love as a description for Puck Soup. I love what you just said. Perfect. And these are, these are the hockey men who once talked about wrestling. Yeah, they talk about wrestling pretty frequently, actually. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm. What, do you, what do you guys think is going on with these three guys? Yeah, I do feel like it's got to be something where it's like they got Dax on the podcast because like they had like one good conversation early and they didn't know him that well. And then they got him on and they've had like three episodes and they're like, oh, oh no. <laughs> and yeah. then, but it's too late. Like and they've got merch up. It can't be like a really conversational podcast. Like they like it needs to be a podcast that's focused on something, like yeah. whether it's like toys or something. <laughs> and like, who is the third person? So it's Keith Ethan, Lee, Keith, Ethan, so, and Keith Lee are both big, huge nerds. Huge yeah. nerds, and they keep doing the thing where they exchange looks over the Zoom, where they're like, "Oh God!" <laughs> but like they just keep powering forward and being like, "It's fine. We'll fix it in post. We'll just cut a lot of this. It's fine. It's fine." They want to have like such a cheerful, like good natured nerd podcast, and Dax keeps saying things that he should not say. I know. I'm just trying to think like how, like, what is the exact topic that Dax ended up there? But it is, (laughs) it does have to be a thing where it's like Ethan Page and Keith Lee are even handed and optimistic. Like that is what Mm -hmm. they're bringing to the table, kind of separately. Ethan Page is like, I'm, I'm a, I'm a cheerful guy. I'm a, I'm optimistic. I'm happy. Keith Lee is like I'm also optimistic, but I'm I'm level. I'm measured. I'm I'm bringing thoughtful. the I'm bringing thoughtful yeah energy to the table. And then Dax is just jumping in like, we well, you know what I think about people who like this. I guess I don't think that I don't think that they're very good people. 
that wasn't my best work. <laughs> but in my defense, I've never been on a podcast, so. <laughs> but it is something like they're on like a bourbon podcast or like, you oh my know, God. something wretched. <laughs> like, and Dax's opinions keep being like, well, you're really alienating all our sponsors right now, but um, great. Well. I wouldn't listen to it. I'm sorry. If Ethan Jack Daniels played. and J- Jim Beam would just get along, I think they'd be sure this whole thing out. <laughs> Big money. <laughs> bourbon. That's fine. You know what? To me, it worked. Because I don't <laughs> know anything. So, so it seemed right and fine to me, for sure. Thank you. <laughs> they are bourbons. Are they? Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't think that's right. What about okay, Jack? well, I second guessed myself. I was like, I made I a good joke. And I was like, I can't have made a good joke. Well, Jack just edit all this whiskey. out. So fix it in post. Great. Hey, yeah. fix it in post. You're as, in control, baby. As Dax Hardwood says, fix it in post. <laughs> Dax Hardwood. <laughs> <laughs> it's really unfortunate. Ooh. No, I won't say it. Okay. Um, guys, this has been a really fun anniversary episode. Do you guys oh, have yeah. any 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 dreams for for our who you want to become as a podcaster going forward <laughs> or a person? Oh wow! I, listen, it, I want us to make it to three. I want us to make it yeah. to three years. Okay. If we don't, okay. I hope that we flame out in something like <laughs> bright and scandalous. I hope we have an on fight on air fight. Like I hope that somewhere <laughs> that doesn't get fixed in post. <laughs> And you then, like, ever- Allie just disappears from the podcast. And oh my we God, never I say where I'm she went. To tell them. No, I'm cutting it. <laughs> no, don't cut it. Don't cut it. Let me tell the listeners. I'm cutting it. Don't cut it, Leah. I will be traveling for two weeks. I will not be present next week or the week after. Do not cut this. I will not be present for two weeks. She'll be having some amazing guest co-hosts that I wish I could be here to talk to. I can't wait for you to meet them. Do not cut this. I will be going on a series of vacations which I can't, I can't wait to tell you about later don't cut this <laughs> yeah listeners and don't worry Ali's definitely going on vacations it is not because we've had a massive fight this is not listen, her last podcast it ever. is not because your <laughs> mommies do not love each other anymore we st- you we didn't do still, anything you listeners you didn't do anything wrong and we're, because you'll have I'm coming back for you dreams. listeners I'm getting custody of you listeners okay I will get Just custody. Because will your get mommies custody. are not on the same podcast doesn't mean they love you. Listen, <laughs> you'll have two podcast feeds. It's not <laughs> It's not funny. It's not what's happening. I love my co I love my co-host and I'll be back. I'll be back better than ever. <laughs> we're gonna do business and we're gonna make big money. <laughs> do you guys have any dreams for the future? Leah wants us to break up. <laughs> so that's amazing. And you got anything? I just hope we, you know, keep learning <laughs> that we learn one thing this year, this coming year. I think between now and our anniversary, I think we'll learn one thing. It could you guys be about Big Bill's personal life, but <laughs> oh yeah, if we could learn one thing about Big oh, Bill's personal I life, I do know I'd love one that. thing about his personal life. He's dating Dasha. Really? Who? Oh, Dasha? yeah. Huh. huh? Hi, this is Leah. The next day, sober. Bill Morrissey is dating Lexi Nair, not Dasha. If we could retain any facts, you wouldn't love us. Huh. Just pulled that out of nowhere. How'd you know that? <laughs> yeah, hey, that was my one thing for the year. Perturbed. How'd you know that? How you hey. know? <laughs> what's, what's your secret? How'd you okay, know that? How you know? 
<laughs> I'm a little disturbed that you knew one thing about Big Bill's yeah, personal life. Yeah, where'd you life. find that out? I'm not joking. I have, I have approximate <laughs> knowledge of many things. <laughs> huh. I, do you sometimes wish that you could get a, a legit up-to-date headcount on how many backstage couples we have at AEW? Literally every day of my life. Yeah. I just I want the roster. I wanted to be something that would absolutely stagger me. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's outrageous that they want to hide that information from us. Although, with the AEW reality show coming out, they're turning the cameras on in places they've never been allowed to go before. <laughs> so, I can't believe, Allie, you're not going to be here for the, the first episode. I know. Well, I hope that it does hit the internet. Well, yeah, I won't be here to talk about it. You're it's right. Gonna be, it's yeah. going to be this Saturday, actually. I think it's Yeah. Yeah. Saturday. I will be able to find it on the Pirate Bay starting on Saturday. <laughs> but actually, I've, I, I, well, no, I have nothing to say. I'm so excited to see it. That's it. That's all I have to say. I am sad. Don't you I think it's funny that it. they keep saying where the cameras have never gone before when WWE had like a series of reality shows? Yeah, but that was at a different promotion. Right. So they've never been allowed. They never. Also, Cody Rhodes had a reality show at this but promotion. Everyone was making everyone was making Cody blur them out. <laughs> the place that they've never been allowed to go before is showing Matt and Nick Jackson's faces on TV. Wow, incredible. And Kenny's. <laughs> and Kenny, I am excited for Kenny's face to be on TV. I can't I can't wait. To, how long is it the show? 1 hour or 30? I think it's an hour. One full I, hour. Oh, I don't even know for sure, I guess. Hopefully one full hour. I hope it's one full hour. <laughs> I, w- that tweet where someone was like I saw it and you know you'd leave it on you wouldn't go out of your way to watch it I was like you're a fucking idiot um, well depends I w- on your wouldn't priorities. go out of your way to watch it <laughs> this, this is why is- wrestling fans don't understand what's gonna get women in- <laughs> exactly. in wrestling exactly I wanna see what I wanna see you I want to see you half shoot, half work some mm. some storylines backstage. Yeah, tell me some lies. Yeah, tell me sweet little lies. <laughs> this has been an amazing ending to the episode. Um, do Do we have anything else to say <laughs> to me, Leah? Say something nice to me right now on air, Allie. Allie, I really do hope you come back this year. <laughs> I will come back. I will be back. Say, I don't Allie, like I hope this. to see you again. Don't Allie, do this in, in the future. I, I don't really hope to see you. I don't and like I this. Red, 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 <laughs> red. Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill. <laughs> this is no longer good content. <laughs> well, this has been Tunnel Talk. I'm Allie. I'm Anne. And I'm Leah. And this is Tunnel Talk. Our show is produced by Marjorie Voinovich. Our theme's by Chris Birkin. You can find us on Twitter at Tunnel Talk Pod, Tumblr, Tunnel Talk Pod, Tunnel Talk Pod, gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And come back next week. I won't be here, but I'm not gone forever, listeners. And Leah's going to say something nice to me the second we're off the air. So see ya. I'm waiting. You did, you did such a good job today. I don't you did believe an amazing you. Job. I don't believe you. <laughs>